1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stir the Pro. It's Fuck this Miller. motherfucker, it's me, Stir the Pro again. I'm tagging myself in. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I just did a hot tag for myself. But there's nothing to hot tag. It didn't even start yet. You're right. <laughs> my bad. I apologize. <laughs> I just wanted to cut you off and be rude. Oh. That's all. How was your day, sir? Okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't do much, so. Hey, you just a bald-headed little slut, huh? Wow. That's what you are. Uh, yeah, I'm continuing the, the rudeness. Dad, dad stuff. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. How's your day just, going? Just, just continuing <laughs> the rudeness. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, do you have a match to watch for, sir? Nope. I got nothing. See? And then you get mad when I call you a cunt. Wow. We're still doing this? I mean, first off, yeah, I, I've called you a cunt all week, damn near. My bad, man. Ugh, this is the worst Shit. word. Damn, I just realized that, too, because I texted you and called you a dirty cunt. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up, man. My bad. I've been a rude friend this week. I just I won't do it next week. Mm-mm. It's gonna be all love, bro. All love. I'm gonna even send you heart emojis. Okay. Yeah. Just to show you nothing but love, because I really have been on your case this week, man. I, I for apologize. no reason. True. It has been for no reason. I've been like a bully. I need to. I just ignore you. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I, I mean, <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> shit. You know, I should be a star. Remember that. Do they still do that? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember this. WWE be a star. It was they like the anti-bullying thing. Oh, I, just, I used to change the channel. <laughs> Shit! positivity. It was for kids. It wasn't for me. I'm not bullying anybody. I go to work, and bring myself home. I don't give a fuck. I got to do with my life. <laughs> yeah, but there's kids out there getting bullied, bro. Right. I get it. Hey, if you're getting bullied, kick that bully's ass. Tell your brother. What if they don't have a brother? Tell your friend. Your dad, your mom, a teacher. Tell somebody. You got a teacher. But what if that teacher is a bully, too? You know, some of them are. They can be assholes. What are we talking about right now? (laughs) I mean, this is wrestling related, yo. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) What if somebody got suplexed and shit? Or put in a (laughs) chokehold? Drop kicked. You don't know. I don't. I don't. I have nothing. For what that. if somebody just hit them with an RKO out of nowhere, stun them, put them in the sharpshooter? Figure four. Spear. I'm just saying, anything can happen. Just anything. So, anyway, I digress, and I'm assuming you don't have any news or rumors too, because you're a cunt. And so then we'll move on. <laughs> I, for one, wanted to bring up SmackDown. Um, I watched it this week. Didn't get a chance to watch it last week. And I'm telling you, from start to finish, it was a good fucking show. I know you say you haven't watched it all the way yet. I heard, But I saw on the message boards that it was really good. Yeah, 
You need to go watch it. Um, I like the the six. I don't know the six co-ed tag match. Co-ed tag. Yeah, because I mean I can't call it a six man tag match. Six person. Or how come I couldn't just say six co-ed tag match? I mean you could, but that sounds weird. But okay. So you being a bully. I'm being bullied because co-ed sounds weird. These aren't dorms; it's a match. But that's uh, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the six-person tag match. All right, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, you know, I really, I'm always on Natalia's case, but you know what, the Natalia Tamina. Versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. That was a pretty good match. Um, obviously, if you didn't watch um, the Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, was a pretty good match. That was a really good match. I yeah. thought that was a pay-per-view quality match. It was. It was. They gave him a lot of time. The new music. His new music is great. Yes. It's like video game shit. And, and I like the start of it. Because it... It's like, because you know he has this graphic where he's like, I guess yelling or whatever. I don't know kind of what he's supposed to be doing. But anyway, it well, just... yeah, he's doing the yell thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just... Yelling or whatever he's doing. <laughs> I mean, because... <laughs> but that graphic along with the music, it just all ties in together. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be like paying homage to like some Samoan music mixed with... I don't know. I gotta listen to it again. Cause it's not hip hop ish. Okay. But it's it's remixed. It, it feels hip hop ish to me. Well, I won't say that because it, it just it's a good it's a good it's song. A good feel. I like it. It's a good feel. It works. It works. I it, it fits the character. It fits the theme of the head of the table. It just makes sense. Yeah, it did. It did. Um. I just don't know why they can write so well for SmackDown, but they can't do this for Raw. Going back to you, I think this was your ugly um, this past episode, RBU298, go listen, um, shameless plug, I thought this was your ugly just overall or was this your bad no I think it was my bad that it's like two different I don't understand why it's just Smackdown just feels like it's they take more time and care to make sure that it's really really good um it almost feels like they're scared like not scared I don't want to say scared but like like Dynamite is good mm-hmm. because they want to impress TNT they want to maintain that you know 800 900,000 a million they want to stay mm-hmm. in that range so they yeah. Keep it consistent. It's looked at with a fine-tuned comb, it feels like. And it's very mm-hmm. solid, right? And not only that, I think the biggest thing when I watch SmackDown that I notice is that when I'm watching it, it's like, even the stuff that's bad, it's like, it feels like, okay, but this was the plan. So this is what we're doing and we're committed to it. Whereas Raw, I don't know if you get this feeling, when something's bad, it feels like it's bad because they just got it thrown at them and they're kind of like... Like uh, well, I, like when Riddle just walked out of a fucking interview and was like, I yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. what I was supposed yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of shit happens because it's kind of like you walk in. How many times have we heard? Yeah. And, you know, they're like, uh, yeah, Vince threw the whole fucking thing out and he's going to give a new one in an hour and it's five. Like, what? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That, I, 
You you hit the nail on the head. I will say that. Yeah. Although, I wouldn't say that they wouldn't that they don't stick to story story because <laughs> they do they, even they, when it's shit. Sh- yeah, fuck, they, they fucking stuck with that Randy Orton thing. They do stuck with yeah. You know, they definitely stuck with True. that shit. Oh fuck, did they stick with it? Look, here's my problem. They got the most dominant WWE champion that's not named Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. Um, you have the New Day there, a great tag team. You have Nia and Shayna there, who are taking. It feels like they're taking more seriously on SmackDown, and then they're just a joke on Raw. Um. So you have them. And that's about it. I mean, you got AJ Styles, but you haven't really did anything with him. You have almost who I thought we was going to be able to see something, but we didn't get anything out of him really in that Raw match. He was just a big guy in the match. Um, you got Braun. You got Drew McIntyre. You got Sheamus. You got Matt Riddle. So you do have some pretty good or if not great wrestlers on your roster. And you have a three-hour show. You have Charlotte. You have Oscar. What the fuck are y'all doing? It's just like, like, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm naming off all type of great wrestlers that you actually have on your show. And... You're not doing anything with it. And I, I don't understand the excuse we don't have anything for you, but you should. Like, that's not a good answer. How do you not have anything for somebody on a three-hour show? Sorry, I'm eating. But. And if you don't, why are they there? So. I say that. To say, WWE, get better. For Raw. SmackDown is pretty good. NXT is pretty good. NXT UK is pretty good. AEW is pretty good. Fuck. I don't watch. But I hear. Even fucking Impact is being pretty good. Maybe I'll get around to it. At one point. But... It's pretty fucking good. People are not complaining about it. People are actually watching or entertained by Impact Wrestling. As well they should be. So what the fuck is going on overall? Get your shit together. Somebody. Whoever. Vince McMahon. Stop overriding people and see where the stories are going. MVP is there. He has a great mind for wrestling. Utilize it. You see what he was able to do with the Hurt Business. And he made it into a formidable group. And he made it into a group that people wanted to watch. And you said, fuck that shit. You got the Viking Raiders there. You brought them on just to beat... Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin only for you not to put them on the show again. 
I mean, you did it two weeks in a row. But not this past row. And it's because, like I said, you want to get the Viking Raiders over. Because they're not over right now. Right. But you can't do that at the expense of... I think what what it is is a lot of times they try to do this fast... Yeah. Band-Aid. Not even a Band-Aid. It's like this... I almost feel like Vince gets... Not bored. What is the word I'm thinking of? He he wants to get gung-ho where he wants to go. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. he has his idea of what he wants the Viking Raiders to be and where he wants them at. And where they should have been, I guess, Mm -hmm. had... Um, what is he called now? It's not Hanson anymore, is it? Is it still Hanson? No. Ivar. Ivar. Where Ivar? Because it's Eric and Ivar. Yeah, Eric and yeah, that's right. So where Ivar got hurt, where they, you know, were gonna be at some point, and it's almost like he tries to skyrocket them back to that position at the expense of continuity and quality, because we're like, why are they just beating the shit out of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander? This doesn't make sense. Especially when you had Eric. Row jobbing. Right. As a singles guy. Which yeah. is fine if you do that. No. But do something cool with it. Like It's not fine when I you mean, don't no. put him in a match when he's at least competitive in it. Right. No, that's what I meant. That's exactly what I was going to say. If it's a competitive match and then at the same time it makes sense if in that, and I can't remember which promotion it is. It pisses me off. But they made a story out of it. Like, they made a story. I remember somebody was hurt. It wasn't WWF, but the, the tag team partner was hurt, and the dude was like, I got to make money to feed my fam. And his whole thing was, I go out there and wrestle. I try hardest, but I keep losing. Damn, I need my partner back, but shit, I got to make this money. And it's a thing, so then you get it. You're like, hey, man, and you're rooting for him, and it builds something. So then when his partner's back, you're like, oh, man, finally. Yeah. You, you can even have him come because, save him. Because, him no, because here's the thing. Because then now he's in a match, and he's winning. He's competitive, and then he started getting his ass whooped, and that makes that hot tag yes. even more important because now he has somebody to go to. Right, and and we remember when he struggled on main events just to try to win a match, and he didn't have his partner. In times where he reached to the corner and he wasn't there, see, it's the little story things that if you do it, then we give a shit. But when you try to just be like, oh, he's back. Cool. Just beat the shit out of everybody every yeah. week right yeah. away and right. we'll get to where we want to go. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care then because I know exactly what you're doing. We're not dumb anymore. You've never built that up. This ain't the 80s. Mm-hmm. Fans are smart. You have to even... It sucks sometimes that kayfabe doesn't yeah. exist, but it's the reality. And so mm-hmm. you adjust to it. And I think that's the problem sometimes is that Raw hasn't adjusted to the reality that we know. Mm-hmm. So just... Do it the right way so that we don't have to bitch, please. <laughs> and it is sometimes the little things, right? Because yeah. when you watch SmackDown, and I know you didn't watch it all, and I don't know if you saw this part, though, but when you do watch it, watch Paul Heyman's promo. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah. Made sense. Fits the story. It got me hyped for the match, and the match was that night. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, man, can yeah. we get to this shit already? God. Yeah, and I mean, and he kept using... Dan Bryan's, um, what, what would we call it? Not a, not a quote, um, moniker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he would go, and then yes, 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 and then he would go. He'd say something about Dan Bryan, and then he'd say yes, yes, yes. It's those things that built all the way up into the end of that promo where he was like, "No, will he win? No." 
Will he be on SmackDown again? No. It built to that. Mm -hmm. And then when you see Paul Heyman come out with Roman Reigns, he stares at him as if he's admiring him. It's those things that he does. That little small thing. Because no other manager does that. But he does. He stares at them as if he's admiring them. I'm going to need you to start staring at me like that, too, when we do this podcast, yo. Yeah, no, that's okay. (laughs) Very uncomfortable. Hey, bro. Hey. Like, even at work, when I have to, like, make eye contact during meetings, I hate it. I'd be like, oh, my God, stop looking at me. But we ain't got to make eye contact because Roman Reigns wasn't making eye contact. He was just walking to the ring. So when I'm speaking into the mic and everything, you can just... Don't say speaking into the mic. Hey, 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 sir. It's 2021. All right? Oh, my. remind you of that. Sorry. Did I sexually harass you just now? Yes, you did. All right. Just me too. the shit shit out of me. Oh, man. I guess you're speaking out. Yep. I'm not mocking speaking out either just before anybody gets annoyed. Like, it's serious. I'm just making a joke because he wants me to look at him. And I... And he should. I've been seeing this guy my whole life for like 20-something yeah, first years. Off, yeah, first off, pretty good. Look, I need a motherfucker to look at me like how Paul Heyman looks at Roman Reigns. You need to be that guy. That's all I'm saying. We'll, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll t- take some practice. Sure. Yeah, just do it. I'm telling you. Nobody will look at you weird. Nobody will say, oh, you know. They're going to say, man, he really admires that man. That's all they'll say. You don't admire me, sir? Is, is that what we said? Are we we openly admitting this on a podcast right now? What? I don't... What's going on right Do you now? not admire me, sir? What? I, I, why are we talking... <laughs> I want to talk about wrestling. Oh, oh, you can't give me a yes or no question? Yes, sir. I admire you, sir. See, I admire your Roswell Ray Gun shirt. Sure. Appreciate it. Yeah, All right. Man. Moving on. I got the shoes to match, too. Ooh. <laughs> Admire those two. Sure. You know, I'm trying to get everybody to call me a zaddy. It's starting to get around somewhere. Oh, my God. What's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I want everybody to call him zaddy. I'm at home. I just want people to let me watch wrestling. That's all I want to do. <sighs> well. I just want to sit in my swim trunks and watch wrestling. That's all I want to do. You just ain't got no regular shorts? I do, but lately, swim trunks have felt really comfortable. Why? Because they already got draws with them? They already have the draw mesh in them. So you just sit, like, drawless? I mean, I guess you should. Nobody wears draws when they put on swim trunks. I work from home. One day, I was like, it's hot. You said, put on some swim Keep getting bat wings. What will help me out? I grabbed the swim trunks like, nah. I, it was great. You mm-hmm. asked me what's going on. You talking about sitting, we, we, I mean, free balling in fucking swim trunks it, and watching wrestling. It's gone to this level, sir. It's gone there. Because no. you just... Look, I'm just saying, man. I just wanted you to admire me <laughs> like Paul Heyman admired fucking Roman Reigns. I don't see a problem with that. That's all I asked for. You saying what's going on here? Why does it got to be weird? You making it weird. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. I'm just all I'm asking for. I just uh, want you to admire me like he does. I, mean, I stare at you whole podcast as you speak. Go ahead, man. 
It's so weird, though. That's so weird to do to people, isn't it? Like, no. You admire me. You know, when I was I'm not asking you to call me a zaddy. I used to hate when I could see the crowd a lot. Like, I like the dark venues. I didn't mm-hmm. like when I could see everybody. Because there'd always be some weirdo who's like, with no reaction, staring at you. You're like, dude, just do something. Boo, at least. Do something. You look weird. It's <laughs> like psychopath. <laughs> you imagine a guy just staring at you. just, And he was always taller than everybody else, too. And you just making direct eye contact while you're trying to rap. Like... Anybody else, and then you look back and he's still doing it like, ah, it's just it's weird. Trust me. Who was admiring you, sir? Oh, god, don't do that. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You making it weird. I made it weird. <laughs> you made it weird. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, you should want some. I want somebody to look at me like Paul Heyman looks at Roman Reigns. It's great, Phil. It looks great. Said, damn. Just look at me like that. We'll get there. Like I said, it takes some practice. <laughs> What's anyway. Going on right now? So we're not gonna do a raw, bad and uglies. Um, because we already kind of did that this week. Um, the only thing we would have been able to talk about is SmackDown and since SmackDown was pretty fucking good. I didn't. From what I saw, nothing was bad. Even the t- I, I saw the Tamina um, and Natalia verse, um, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax match, and I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, you would just hear me say, "This is my raw," "Oh, and this is my raw," and then, "Oh, this is my raw." Yeah, I think you summed up all. that it was good. Yeah, it was pretty fucking good. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. Tell me, especially Roman Reigns versus uh, Daniel Bryan. That was really good. Yeah. Sorry, y'all, I'm eating. I know you heard that. But anyway, let's get what we really wanted to talk about. And that's blood and guts. And I'm not talking about blood and guts, horror movie type shit, which my guy over here, Is Miller, fucking loves horror films. And we probably could have a good conversation about horror films and blood and guts. Even bad horror movie films. I've seen them all. Yeah. Sit through them, too. Horrible ones. Yeah. But it's all about the blood and guts. Yeah. But we're talking about wrestling. AEW's blood and guts. This coming Wednesday. Finally. Finally. If you remember before the uh, before the pandemic hit, it was supposed to be blood and guts with the elite going against the inner circle. But that went into, um, they basically changed that. Um, with all the shutdowns and everything into what we saw at uh, Double or Nothing with the, uh, what was it, the Stadium Stampede, mm-hmm. which was awesome. It was crazy. I'd never seen anything like that. That match was nuts. It was yep. all over the place. But we're finally getting Double uh, double or Nothing. Jeez. We're finally getting Blood and Guts. This time it's going to be the Inner Circle against the Pinnacle. <clears throat> if you've been paying attention to AEW, you know the whole story. MJF and Warlow were part of the Inner Circle uh, I believe everything started in early March of last year. Mm-hmm. So it's been a year in the making, literally, to get to this point. Um, MJF, about a month ago, turned on the whole inner circle and beat the hell out of him. Oh, that, <laughs> was, that was a good turn. And it was a good turn. It, because, was, it was Seth Rollins-esque. Yeah, yeah. Because you knew a turn was going to happen at some point. You didn't know how and when, and the way they did it was yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. And then to see the pieces kind of unfold afterwards where you're like, well, wait, 
Remember when MJF and Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard were in the crowd just yucking it up and we didn't think anything of it? And that was the beginning and all these building blocks and then Tully Blanchard joins with FTR and we're like, okay, that makes sense. And we're still like, okay. And remember that happened while they were going against the Young Bucks, remember? Yeah. And MJF was kind of in the mix, but not really. But all this time he's been in there orchestrating, pulling the strings. So... Good when they pull storyline together. Yes. Even though that probably wasn't even what they were trying to do, but then they were like, you know what? We can do something with this. Oh, and then remember when this happened, we could try to tie all this together. Or just drop. I love the fact that they can drop those Easter eggs for us. Yeah. And don't even have to mention to it. Don't even have to mention it to us because I feel like the payoff is when something goes down and we're able to look back and go, what the f? This whole time, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because then, the next go-round, when we're in the midst of storylines, we're looking at everything. Like, who's sitting by who in the crowd? What? And that's what makes it more exciting, because you're like, you're trying to find the bits and pieces, and it's, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's Long-term this, writing. Yeah. That's what that is. But, with Blood and Guts, at first it was announced that it was just going to be one match, but they're doing more than one match. What it is is they have some matches that they've already pre-taped, I believe, that are going to be airing for the live fans. The live fans are actually going to get the full, um, I almost said War Games, the full Blood and Guts match. Um, they are live, but they'll be watching the other matches on the screen. Um, so we'll do our predictions. Starting off, first match I got, it's going to be a four-way tag team match. The winners get a future AEW World Tag Team Championship. It's the top four teams in the rankings. See how the rankings make sense? Yep. Um, SoCal Uncensored goes against Jurassic Express, Mm -hmm. against the Varsity Blondes, against Mm -hmm. the Acclaimed. Now, I'm going to give my pick straight up. I already say it's going to be SCU because the whole thing is that when and if Christopher Daniels and Frank Kazarian lose, they're going to break up. The first time that they lose. So this, to me, is leading into them challenging the Young Bucks for the tag team titles and then possibly breaking up. So I'm going to go with SCU. Yeah. I'm going to go with that claim. Mm. I see an upside happening. They're good, too. I mean, I see SoCal, and it makes sense. Because Christopher Daniels may be feeling like, you know, I just want to do more part-time, be wanna, more or not even, behind I think the he's, scenes. Right, I, I think he's more into what he's doing behind the scenes because he's a big yeah, yeah. part Yeah, that's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he, it does make sense what you said. Like, all right, we do this. Um, but... But I kind of like what... But you know what? You saying they claimed, I'm not against that. You know why? Yeah. Because it's a surprising thing and surprising yeah. book. There's nothing wrong with that. AEW yeah. does it sometimes where they... Mm-hmm. Brian Cage just fucking beat Adam Page and we did not see that coming. <laughs> but the way they explained it was dope as shit because yeah. they explained it by saying, I wonder if Adam thinks he needs to be part of Dark Order now because he got jumped because he got nobody watching his back and they came out after he got jumped. Had he yeah. had people with him and he wasn't on his own. Maybe you wouldn't yeah, get jumped because yeah. you got eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. Think about it, Adam. Yeah. So, I'm saying that to say, what if the acclaimed win, they get that rub to go against the Young Bucks, and that starts whatever's going to happen with Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. Like, Frankie's like, what the fuck, Chris? We yeah. were supposed to get that title shot, bro. This was ours, and you messed it up, dog. 
yeah. And that could set him up to join Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky because they're in cahoots. Mm, mm. I like the way you think, sir. Yeah, I mean. But not to do the whole like, but see, because SmackDown does it too. But see how we wonder what's going to happen instead of being like, I know that Matt yeah, yeah, Riddle yeah, yeah, and yeah. Randy Orton are going to win this match. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I think the that's Viking what, Raiders are going to win. Yeah, I think that's what makes it so hard too to yeah. watch Raw. Because like, I'm aware. SmackDown, yeah. you're like, well, could Daniel Bryan fucking win? He could win. He's yeah. really not going to be on SmackDown? What the f- Like that kind of stuff and makes you What are they going to do with them? What Is are they going to do? Yeah. Raw, I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, how are you going to bring them back? See, you wondered that. All right, he's Is probably he going to lose. But how if are they going to bring him back? What do we do? Oh, it's so many. Cl- I got to oh, watch yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. Monday, it'll be on. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's just it's what it is. All right, next up, we have Britt Baker going against. It says to be announced. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Velvet Sky. Uh, Velvet Sky, jeez. Uh, Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Britt Baker. I think she's next in line for that title yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, I'm going the same way. Because. Yeah. Uh, the build has yeah. Sheeta is she's coming Sheeta. for you, and but, and I love you too. And I seen the way you was working that pole the other day. Look, oh you didn't <laughs> see that? No, I did not. Oh, go to her Instagram, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. I, I should. I guess I should have sent it to you. Whoa. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she got some skills. I thought she was a fighter. Huh? I'm so sorry. I'm- <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm like, wait, what? Okay. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, no, she was, you know. Well, go ahead. Well, uh, uh, Sheeta. Uh, I mean, Britt. Hold on, what did I say? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going, I'm going Britt. I'm going with Britt Baker, too. This guy totally threw me off. I'm like, My bad. what happened? Uh, okay. So the next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next match, Kenny Omega and Michael. Nakazawa. I think he's pausing because I'm showing him the video. My bad. Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa with Don Callis will go be going against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I believe that Sammy Callahan's gonna show up. However, um I'm gonna go with I think he's gonna show up after the match. Yes. And the so. reason why I say that is because I think Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa are going to win. Hmm. Hmm. And I think it's going to have something to do with uh, the rest of the elite being involved. It, it makes sense because then now you get in that and then you got the Sammy Callahan. Right, you can take the going. Sammy Callahan and Kenny Omega thing going on over yeah. there, but having Sammy kind of join the fold gives it like that extra backup because if you've been watching every week, John yeah. Moxley and Eddie Kingston. They always seem to get the upper hand, but then they it's the numbers game. So now we're getting Fuck. closer to evening it so out. So he has to have this match. Well, it makes sense that he would be in the tag match because then he got to fight. Uh, who is it? Ujiri? I don't know why I fucked up his name. Oh, John Moxley has to go against Yuji Nagai. Yeah, Yuji. Yeah, on the 12th. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I called him Ujiri. Yuji. Which he could lose. Like, there's so many. I don't know. He Thanks. could end up losing if the Bullet Club gets him or the Elite gets involved. We don't know, man. It's kind of interesting. And maybe he will finally drop the U.S. title because they get involved. That's the way to do it. Could be. And then he ta- uh, Yuji takes it back to Japan, and because they have this match, it's going to be in the states. It's going to be uh, 
on AEW. So it's, first off, people watch too because we get I, to see this. The one thing though, I, I don't know so much about it coming back to the states as much as I think they want to kind of keep the U.S. belt over here while people can't travel back and forth because it gives something on strong to be the focal point. But then again, you do have the new the the strong champion open weight championship on there, so you got mm-hmm. that. So you could be right. Let's see. All right. Next up, we got, ooh, and this is going to be a good one because it's a good-ass grudge match. Cody Rose with Arn Anderson going against QT Marshall. If you know what's been going on, QT Marshall and Cody Rhodes have been going against each other ever since QT Marshall turned, turned on the Nightmare family. And I, I like the factory. Or, really, yeah, yeah, the, the factory. factory. The I factory. like the factory. I like Anthony Agogo. I don't know what it is about this liver punch he does. Anthony, wake me up before you go, go, go. You, you know he so wait you know but there's a video of him he was on for those that don't know like in the UK he's a monster star he's huge yeah, yeah. does subway commercials all that shit yeah, I gotta get a subway sandwich and go go they're crazy they love this guy yeah. but he was on the Dancing with the Stars out there and he danced to that because <laughs> you know he was gonna do it yeah, yeah and it's hilarious the video is hilarious because he's dancing to it and I just I'm I'm a 12 year old and them saying a go go just makes me <laughs> laugh anyway so I'm gonna go with Cody Rhodes because I think it's time to get that payoff but I would not be surprised if QT Marshall wins it I think it's too early to get that payoff oh you think QT wins yeah I just think but he wins dirty obviously yeah because I just think it's too it's too early for this to be because first off we know Cody can beat him because he's already showed that mm-hmm. when they were supposed to have when they have friendly, that yeah, yeah that friendly match yeah um but I think in order for you to get good payoff you have to have Cody lose this or somebody get disqualified maybe Cody gets disqualified because he's so pissed and everything maybe QT just outsmarts him Using Cody's aggression against them. Or maybe they start setting up for QT to maybe hurt Cody. Because Brandy got to be close to having a baby and everything. Ooh, that'd be eight and take him out for a little bit. Yeah, take him out for a little while. You know, mm. and then, you know, obviously he'll still be working backstage doing the, you know, producing the show and everything. And then, um, and then when Brandy has her baby, he's off even longer, making it seem like he hurt him for so long. And then now you bring him back and then you get the payoff. We'll see what happens, though, because I don't know how far she is in her pregnancy. True. All right. Last but not least, the main event. The Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jack Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz against the Pinnacle, MJF, Warlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. I'm going with the Pinnacle. I'm going that way too. But I think it's going to be because of Sammy Guevara. Look, I think what we've all witnessed was... MJF playing this mind game with Sammy for so long. Maybe it was never a mind game. Maybe it was for MJF to finally knock off Chris Jericho. And he was his way into doing it. Hmm. Maybe. So, 
I'm going a different route, and I'm going to say that they lose because of Chris Jericho. That he's the one who either gets pinned or... Yeah, because I think you can win by pin or submission. Mm-hmm. I think he's the one who takes the fall, whatever the fall may be. Yeah, I think he's still going to take that, the fall. No, but I'm saying, but the he's the re, like he's the resp- person responsible. And I think that is how we'll start. Like, that's where the storyline will go. Nobody's, like, the inner circle's not going to break up. But I think it's going to be one of those things that they'll build towards. Like, dude, we lost because of Chris. Like, Chris, what's going on with you? And mm-hmm. that's going to be the storyline that... Maybe MJF was right. Maybe it's time for you to so ride many, off into the so sunset. Many ways you can so many this. ways you could go. Yeah. And I think that the the inner circle losing will be what ultimately like leads to them breaking up, but it's not gonna be like we lost, we're done. It's gonna mm-hmm. be we lost and now there's like a se- there'll be a series of things. I'm not saying they won't win here and there. But this will start the breadcrumbs because we've seen how they've been doing with storylines and with how Chris uses the storylines. And see, the only thing is, is like, because this match is just gonna be about seeing them two go at it with each other, which is why I think Sammy uh, Guevara is gonna turn on Chris Jericho mm-hmm. because I think ultimately, at the very end, it's gonna be about MJF. Going against Chris Jericho, one on one, in some type of special stipulated match, where MJF has to win that because he's coming for Chris Jericho's spot, and then they got time to try to build towards that, because at some point, how long are you gonna have Kenny Omega hold the title? Is MJF going through Chris Jericho, making him the number one contender for the AEW championship. And are you going to have him go against Kenny Omega to do that? Or are you going to have him go against somebody else? I'm all for Hill versus Hill. I think AEW would do it. They don't, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah they're, not, they're not the same. I mean, just imagine having a pinnacle match against the Elite. Now we're moving on towards that. So, we'll see. Oh, man. See, look. You can take it in so many different directions. It reminded me of when I was talking about when Edge, Roman Reigns, and Daniel Bryan were going to have their triple threat match. Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, you can take it in so many different directions that that's what's going to make this match so good because you don't know what's going to happen you could try to predict what's going to happen in the match but at the end of the day you never know you never know it's not like raw it's not predictable <laughs> yeah yeah i feel good about this i'm definitely gonna be watching blood and guts i'm gonna be excited i already warned my wife yeah yeah i'm gonna be teed up so yeah I can't wait. Um, anyway, do you have anything else, sir? I don't. Good, because I want you to shut the fuck up anyway. Oh and with that goodness. said, be sure to check out 1515 Nav and all of the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. Find us on uh, Stitcher, uh, YouTube Music, 
Apple Music, or whatever other podcast platform you choose to use, just type in 1515 and you find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, R- Love and Hip Hop The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurring the Truth. Um, also, click on the Amazon banner, go support the site. You have Mother's Day coming up, you douche. And then you have Father's Day coming up. So if uh, you need to get those gifts, go ahead, jump on that, get Prime, get that shit in one day. Get Prime. Watch Invincible if you haven't watched that. That shit's fucking good. Um, and with that said, it's me, Stir the Pro. It's Miller. And we out. <laughs>